0: So Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Cover. This is a very special edition of Beyond the Cover. I am uh, your host, John Robert. I'm joined here, of course, by my fabulous co-host, Jeff Is. Jeff, how are you doing?
1: Having a great evening. Hope you are, too.
0: Yeah. And so this special edition uh, is actually, we're going to call this Finding Jack Reacher. If people have seen the news lately, and we're going to put this episode up very quickly, so we're recording this and putting it out very fast, the news is is that, of course, uh best-selling author Lee Child, the author of the Jack Reacher books, is turning it over and he is going to uh, have somebody, there's going to be someone else writing the book whose name is well, we'll let him come on in a second and let you tell tell you that, but um, this is kind of what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about with the author and we're also going to kind of uh, start talking about collaborations and these kinds of series in general near the end, so it should be good, Jeff.
1: I'm looking forward to this.
0: So Without any further ado, let's bring on the author that's going to now be taking the mantle of Jack Reacher into this, I guess you want to say, into this um, new millennium, and going to be now taking the the pen away from Lee. So, Andrew, thank you so much for joining
2: us. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thanks, John. And again, thanks so much for having me on the show.
0: Always. And for for people that might recognize that voice, yes, that is author Andrew Grant. However, on the books, it's going to say Lee Child with Andrew Child. So I guess our first question is, Andrew,
2: why the name change? (laughs) Well, that's a, that's a good question, John. And
0: um, you know,
2: there, there's been a few sort of um, a few speculative um, attempts in the press at answering it. Um, in fact, I read one report saying that um, that Lee had forced me into it and that it was a condition of uh, of this new this new project. But um, you know, as, as is a lot of, as is the case with a lot of things in the in the press, that that's not actually true at all. Mm-hmm. What, what happened was, um, you know, the, the news only broke fairly recently. But of course, something like this is, has been in the works for a while. And um, the thing that prompted it initially was, um, you know, Lee is, is, holds his readers in such high regard. You know, he everything that he's been able to do over the last 24 years is because of the people who have been kind enough to spend their hard-earned money on his books. So, you know, Always, you know, he always said to me when I started, you know, you've got three priorities, the readers, the readers, and the readers. And the one thing that he was so keen on was, you know, he knew there were people out there who every year look forward to the new Jack Reacher. And the only thing that was really holding him back from from retiring and stepping away from, from writing was that he didn't want to disappoint all these people who look forward to the new Reacher every year. So he came up with the idea, well, what if... I was to and what we're doing initially for the first for the first few is I'm we're gonna kinda write them together. He's gonna he's gonna be there with me as I'm as I'm doing it. So the idea was, um, I'm going to step in alongside him and and we're going to still be able to produce the books. And um, one of the things that's kind of unique about it is the fact that, you know, even though there have been other series that have continued uh, when authors have either retired or died, um, you know, with other people stepping in, this is the first time that one brother has kind of picked his his brother to take over from him. And we thought that it was really important for, for the readers to kind of see that family connection. You know, sometimes people are nervous when there's a change, and we thought that if it's clear that, you know, this is, you know, I'm his brother and we're doing this together, um, you know, that might make people feel more comfortable. And, sure. um, you know, people, a lot of people out there do know that Lee Child is a pen name, um, but just to make sure that, you know, the, the family connection is, is is up front and, and center, we thought it, would, it might make sense <clears throat> if I used, if I changed my name to... Um, his pen surname. So that's where the Andrew Child part came from. So where's well, Jack
1: Reacher?
0: Th- He's still <laughs> in the family. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, um, for the record, uh, John is intimidated by Lee. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: So <laughs> yeah, I, there. That's a whole other story, but it's not really intimidating. Oh, sort it
1: is. <laughs> anyway. So my question to you is, if John's intimidated by Lee, how do you feel tackling such a huge endeavor?
0: It's a million-dollar um, question, isn't it? Yeah. Jeff? yeah. Well, you
2: know, it's it, I've got I've got all kinds of mixed feelings about it. Honestly, so it's really hard to to summarize it. You know, really succinctly. I mean, I'm incredibly excited about it. It's a huge honor. It's a huge opportunity. It's um, a huge responsibility as well because you know he created the you know the best known most loved character in in popular crime fiction in in the modern era and you know to to continue to hit the standards that he hit year in year out for nearly a quarter of a century is a you know is is a it's a very high bar um you know obviously i'm going to do everything in my power to, to to do it well but you know the thing is um In a way, it actually feels very natural because, um, you know, one of the things that I've seen him quoted as saying is, you know, if Reach is in his DNA, then it's in mine too because, you know, we're not just brothers, you know, we are very similar people. We think the same way, we act the same way, um, and so you know i i i i totally understand reacher i'm 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 convinced that i do and the thing is that you know now he's lee child you know everyone knows who he is um but back when he started writing no one had heard of him you know i was the first right. person to read killing floor um you know i was the first jack reacher fan in the world i've been a jack reacher fan That's you know that's what i have in common with all the other reachers with all the other readers You know, I at the end of the day am a Reacher fan. You know, I get it. I know what it's like to be waiting for the next instalment to come out. I know what it's like to be, you know, to have that longing to catch up with Jack and see, see what he's up to and see which enemy's asses he's going to kick this time. You know, and um, you know, I remember when he first, when when Killing Floor first came out. I was working for a telecommunications company in Wakefield in England, and I remember saying to people, "Hey guys, you know, my brother's written a book. You should buy it. It's really good." they be like, what, who, you know, Lee, who, Lee Child, what, you know, and then it went from there to, you know, fast forward a few years, and, you know, my inbox is constantly full with people saying, hey, can you get me a signed Lee Child, <laughs> you know, so, you know, it, it, I've, seen the transla- I've seen the transition, you know, from, from where he started to, to, to where he is now, and I've been, you know, I've been with him that whole time and I just feel it's a very natural thing that you know if he feels ready to 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 step back a little way that I feel ready to step forward so you know I'm 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 delighted to be doing it I'm so excited and, and so uh, you know I'm grateful for the opportunity
0: yeah and uh, you know of course and, and fans of yours uh, read Andrew Grant I mean they know that you write thrillers so they know that you've you know you've written almost I think a dozen books at this time so so they know that you are still in that vein in that genre. So not so it's not like somebody who writes, you know, it's not like you were a cozy mystery writer and now you're going to write Reacher. It's like, oh, my God, how's that going to work? But you're already kind of in the genre. You, you know, you're already in that same vein. So I think the transition probably for you is probably easier because you already are in that thriller genre. Instead, like I said, of maybe if you were a cozy or sci-fi writer, it might be a totally different ballgame. Exactly. You know, I know the,
2: um, you know, I know, I mean, before, you know, there's an old cliche that every, before anyone is ever a writer, they're always a reader. And so, you know, crime fiction was my, always my favorite genre. So, you know, I'm totally familiar with with the genre. And, you know, the the funny thing is, the change of emphasis for me is going to be, because everybody knew that Lee was my brother, every book that I've written up to this point, I've always had, I've always been sort of, second-guessing myself a little bit, saying, you know, it, it, it does this sound too much like Reacher, you know? does the char- is, is the character behaving too much like Reacher? Is the style too much like Lee? You know. Um, so I've, I've spent all these years trying to make sure that I don't sound like him. <laughs> so now it's kind of interesting that the, you know, I'm, I'm completely flipping direction. And well, in a way, it's almost like the, the shackles are off because it means that um, I can just write with absolute freedom. And if it if it sounds like Lee, then so much the better.
1: Well, I, I have to ask and uh, I I'm going to word this wrong and I apologize. Um is Andrew Grant now dead and uh, we're not going to see more of his books or are you going to have bipolar disorder?
2: Well, you know, for for at least another year I'm going to be bipolar because um you know, as John mentioned earlier, my um my, I had a book that came out in um yeah. January. Um it's the yeah. second in a series that I that I started, um, you know, a year ago and there's going to be at least one more of those. Now, what happens after that? You know, the, the way the game works, it's, it's not in the author's control, really. Um, my, I would love if I could continue with that series because it's, I love writing it. It's, I think it's really fun to write. I've really enjoyed it. And um, if the publishers w- 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 want me to do both, I will be delighted to do both. So um, that one, I hate to give an elusive answer, but that one, I'm afraid we're going to have to kind of watch this space until about maybe 12 months from now, and then then we'll know more.
0: Yeah. Now, also when, Ryan,
1: two books a year, good grief. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that, that could be a lot. But I mean, I guess you're. But, but see, but you could kind of do kind of like what like Mark Greeny did when he was doing like Tom Clancy was. You know, his Gray Man series might come out like every other year instead of every year. So he was kind of writing maybe like. You know, it wasn't four books in two years, but more like three books in two years, and he could kind of do that. So maybe that's an option. Exactly, you know,
2: because um, when something like this happens, it's an opportunity to step back and say, just because you have been doing something a particular way, doesn't mean you have to continue. And right. um, you know, I would love to keep going with the with the series. Um, you know, hopefully there are there are lots of readers out there that would like me to as well. And if if that's the case, I'll be delighted to do it. But like you say, you know, it could easily shift so that the readers come out once a year and the, the, the janitors come out what every 18 months every two you know we can be creative with that i'm sure yeah yeah
0: and um so when lee first approached you about this i mean i don't know if if you had any idea if you had any like talks leading up to it maybe or but when he when the idea was first approached with you were you like hell no am i going (laughs) to get into that or were you like hell yeah i want to do it well Honestly, you know, my, my
2: first reaction was, I was just, you know, because, you know, Reacher is his creation. You know, Reacher, you know, exists be- because he thought of him and he worked so hard with such a lot of talent over so many years to make him real. And my first response was almost a disbelief that he would, he would trust me with it, you know. Um, it, it's like being asked to look after someone's baby, you know. Um, so my yeah, first reaction was... Seriously, you would trust yeah. me to do that, and then you know when he when he said absolutely, then in fact you know he, he was very he was very flattering. He said there, were, there were, there's no one else that I would trust. So um, yeah. you know when when, when um, we talked it through, and he was saying you know the, the, you know he, he felt almost this obligation that to to keep providing what people want. And this is a way that we can make sure that, that we could, together we can do that. So, you know, it, it, when he laid it out like that, it just seemed absolutely the, the logical and natural thing to do.
0: That's great. And
1: well, I, it, you're I have right. I mean, to,
2: you know, especially doing two books at least for the first year, maybe beyond that. Um, you know, that that's, that's going to be a lot of work. But you know, I'm always I've always been one of those people that says, you know, you, you, you can't control, you know, how much talent you're born with or how much, you know, how much luck you're born anything like that, the only thing you can control is how hard you work. And so, you know, I've never been worried about how much work there's going to be. You know, it, it, whatever amount there is, brilliant. The more, the better, you know. I'm, I'm totally yeah. happy to uh, roll up my sleeves and get stuck in. It's always better to have a lot to do than not enough. So, you know, I'm, I, if people want it, the, the ultimate sort of um the thing that everybody wants in this business is for there to be people who want to read the books that you write and if there are then I'm delighted I'm more than happy to write those books nice
1: well for the record uh, you don't write fast enough so I I appreciate the fact you're going to try and write more Um, (laughs) (laughs) please walk me through the reaction with the publisher and even the folks doing the TV series because I'm sure that they didn't just say oh okay I'm you know, of course, I don't expect them to have thrown expletives at you guys either. What was their reaction?
2: Well, um, first of all, I'm, I'm afraid, again, again, I'm not trying to be elusive or anything, but I'm afraid I don't know anything about the TV side of it because um, that's entirely Lee's project. So um, I've got no idea if they are, you know, happy. Well, it's funny because Jeff
0: and I both know Nick Santora, the producer, the, the guy who's doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we so you probably know him. more than me. <laughs> yeah, I know him, but I've, I haven't talked to him asking anything about it, and he won't do any interviews anymore. But um, yeah, Jeff yeah. and I both know. In fact, I introduced Jeff. I, I introduced Jeff and Nick together. So
2: yeah, no, I, I so you know I'm, I'm not trying to you know dodge that one, but I just honestly yeah. don't know. Um, as far as okay. the publishers have been uh, are concerned they've been they've been really really supportive and um, you know I think that they're very happy that that um, the readers will, will continue to get their annual fix of Reacher and um, you, they've been very supportive very welcoming so I'm, I'm, I'm delighted and then, you know the other thing was that the <clears throat> in, in the US um, we, we took the decision to to stay with Random House because Lee was already at Random House I was already at Random House so you know I guess when he suggested it to them um it, it wasn't an, you know somebody that they knew i have worked with them for how many years now 6 years or something okay. so you know they know me at least and um, so you know <clears throat> they knew what they were getting when they when when they signed on so um that that was in the U the US and in the UK I went over and I I met with the guys there and you know again they were they they were just very welcoming and very supportive so the, the
0: response cool. from the publishers has just been fabulous couldn't have been better cool
1: well that's awesome
0: yeah that's good. and Tasha was probably off the chain excited right for you well she was but you know the thing is yeah. she, she, she you know she was always one that, would,
2: that was saying well you know hang on a minute <laughs> take a step back make right. sure that this is what you want not just yeah. what your brother wants and what the publishers want and what
0: readers want you know make there's sure. Those, that there's those wise men they, they're those Jiminy Crickets on you aren't they Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) A good wife always makes a better man because they don't do stupid shit. Yeah, you know. So she was, you know, she was, you know, it was, it was lovely
2: because she, she wanted to make sure that, um, that that I was, it it was genuinely what I wanted Uh to do as well. So, um, you know, but then once, you know, when, when she, when she saw that really it was, then yeah,
0: she's, she's been delighted. So, and and it's been. Well, I think it's, I think it's fabulous. I couldn't be more happy for you. I mean, we just, we just talked to you a couple weeks ago and, you know, none of this was out and you couldn't share it. And, you know, of course we would never even thought of asking anything like that. So it's, that's kind of been at least an easier interview. You're like dodging anything because you didn't hear it, you know, talk about it. But that's fabulous, man. I mean, God, congratulations. I mean, that's, it's going to be fun. It's just going to be
2: fun. It really is. You know, I'm really I'm really enjoying it and um, I'm not sure what the timescales are but I know that the you know, the, the, the first part of the of the new reacher is is is, is written. Can you tell and, us the
0: first title that
2: you're gonna be with it? Yeah, the first title is called The Sentinel.
1: I've technical. seen the cover of the uh, UK version.
2: Yeah, the oh, okay. UK, Yeah, because the UK one is is actually up there for, for pre-order. <laughs> oh, when does it come out in the US, do you know? It, it'll be the same. It's coming out on um, October 27th, but I'm not oh. sure when, it, when it's going to go up for pre-order. Okay. I'd, I'd probably well, I'm sure,
0: yeah, because we always get lead yeah. Bucks, so I'm sure we'll probably, oh, when I do we get them jump, yeah. like about five months out?
1: Um yeah usually by July for sure yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll
2: have it. Yeah. we'll, yeah, well, it we'll like make it. sure that you get it. No, but um yeah, so so um the, I, I'm not That's sure if great. it will be the same in the U.S., but in the U.K., they they want to put the the first part of of the Sentinel. They want to put that in the back of the Blue Moon paperback. So, mm-hmm. um, the, oh the, nice. The, yeah, the first the cool. first bit. If anybody who is sort of super interested, they, they could get a sneak preview for, um, by looking in the back of the paperback there.
0: Oh, cool. So cool. when Jeff and I, you know, we you know we we're going to interview you. We we started thinking, and we were like, you know. There's a lot of collaborations out there, like we just mentioned, Mark Greeny and, and Tom Clancy, and then, of course, Vince Flynn, who passed away a couple years ago, and um, Mitch
1: um, – Kyle Mills he, is writing those. Kyle
0: movies. Mills is doing Mitch Rapp. Yeah, I almost said Mitch Rapp was writing. I'm like, no, that's the character. Yeah, Kyle Mills. Doing. Of course, you know, Clive Cussler has been doing it for years, and James Patterson has been doing it for years. So we started thinking about, like, collaborations, you know, which ones have been, like, the best um, – out there, you know, Andrew. Do you, do you know, which ones do you like? Which ones have you seen that have worked kind of really well? Yeah, that's a really, good, that's a really interesting question
2: because, you know, I think that, um, you know, it, it, I think there are almost different kinds of, you know, the collaborations fall into different categories really because mm-hmm. there, there are the ones where the original author, for for whatever reason, because they either didn't want to or you know they they were dead and couldn't continue, where people have have stepped into their shoes. Um, you know, there there's been, you know, the Spencer books. Um, a couple of different people are writing some of the Robert Ludlum series. They're continuing. Yeah. Um, you know, and so um, in that situation, um, you know, I think there's a certain amount of guidance often from the, from the writer's state. You know, of course, the James Bond books, you know. Um, Raymond Benson wrote, wrote quite a few of the continuation ones before a few other people did some. And so, you know, there's been a lot of times where the, the, the Person has started again, a fresh kind of in the in the in the original of the shoes, and then you've got the other examples like you mentioned with Clive Kessler and so on, who, I um, just have brought people in alongside them to to um, to continue with, with with what they've been doing. So you know, I think it's very hard to um, to really sort of pick a favorite because they almost fall into those different categories
0: oh i can i'll pick a favorite i don't care okay go um. on. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean which one which one would be like your favorite jeff like which one do you think has kind of been the most successful because i have two and it's with the same main author
1: well what i was going to say is uh, the ones you mentioned i have to say the one that surprised me the most that does such a great job is kyle mills Keeping Vince Flynn going. Vince
0: Flynn, really? I didn't, okay. I didn't
1: I didn't think he would be able to pull it off and he does. And they're terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
0: now my two and and one of them no longer writes with them anymore, but he wrote a lot of them. I really liked Justin Scott doing Isaac Bell. Um those first couple four or five books were really really fantastic. I loved that series. I, would I agree. thought that was really I agree, good. I loved them. Yep. But I'd have to say my favorite collaboration book was the one that we just read when, with Boyd Morrison, and he did the final option. I think that's hands down one of the best collaboration books I've seen him writing under a name like that.
1: Um, that was the fourteenth book in the Oregon Files series, and yeah. I have to agree, it was pretty pretty good.
0: Did you read that one, Andrew? Did you have you do you read Custler at all? I do.
2: Yeah. I, unfortunately, I haven't. I haven't had the chance to read that one, but uh, you okay. Know, if you get the Boyd.
1: chance, yeah. Oh, Dude, it's the best yeah. one. It's yeah. the
0: best one. I mean, it's 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 the best one. <laughs> Boyd really outdid himself on that one, man. Excellent.
1: Yeah, uh, but I,
0: I, th- I was talking to him about Chacon
2: and he, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was excited by that one. I think, and I, I think yeah. he thoroughly enjoyed the process of of writing with
0: Clive. So yeah, but you know, there's other authors that don't write within their series. Like you know, Patterson doesn't have someone writing Alex Cross, but he does collaborations with other authors and I know uh didn't James Rollins do something outside of Sigma Force and he did who did who is the woman who wrote with him, Jeff? Do you remember?
1: Oh uh, uh, Rebecca Cantrell.
0: Rebecca Cantrell. So so there's those types of collaborations too. What do you guys think of those? Um and I know that the Catherine Coulter J. T. Ellison series is really good. I and mean, that's a wholly separate series from what those guys write. So what do you guys think of those types of collaborations? Which ones? Which ones do you guys are kind of thinking that those are one of the better ones? Well,
2: I think again, you know, the, the Patterson um, model is is really is really separate. You know, I've, I know a few people who have have written with him, and um, I mean, Andrew Gross broke out with him. Exactly. You know, and, and the thing is that any of those guys that have that have worked with Patterson. Um, they, you, you will never hear them say a bad word about about him or the process because um it, it's just a very interesting way of working, you know the idea I interviewed
0: like, him for his and he told me about his process uh-huh yeah, he has yeah. one of those old type you remember in those diners those 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 things where they had the orders, the metal things for the orders yeah, yeah, he has that, and those are his he has his outlines taped to that, yeah, and his outlines are anywhere from like. Like seventy-five to one hundred and fifty pages, and that's kind of what he gives the author to start writing the story, and that's kind of how the collaboration works.
2: Yeah, which is a, you know, which is a fascinating thing because you know one of the most common. Um, Things that people want to know about when when they when they are thinking about writing a book themselves, or they're wondering about how books get written, is the you know the, the the question about whether you whether you outline really closely or whether you you do it by the seat of your pants. And so um, you know, Patterson, I guess, is one of the one of the quintessential examples of yeah. of outlining. And um, when you look at the success that he's had, I don't think yeah. you can argue against that. Yeah,
1: Jeff. Well, um, first of all, I was going to say, Andrew, the reason I did this podcast with John is because I always seem to remember the stuff he can't. That's the only <laughs> reason. I would have
0: never pulled but Rebecca th- Cantrell out. I would have looked it up on my phone before. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I have to say, in terms of running collaboration, I think the best at it right now is uh, Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: That is, that's a good one. Yeah. That is. Yeah, they they just seem to be so Pendergast.
2: in sync, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A good I, one. I
1: don't know how they can continue to pull out such interesting stories that just have that gothic feel to them. Yeah, it's like a modern-day Sherlock Holmes. I so just love them. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think my favorite is probably is is the old school one. I think Stephen King and Peter Straub with Talisman and then Blockhouse. House. I I like that. Gosh, yeah. That that's I, that's that's a bit of a blaster in the past there, John. But no, you're right.
2: I wouldn't have thought yeah. of that until you reminded me. But no, those yeah. those are great examples. Yeah. That was
0: one of the first. <laughs> Do you remember anything? I don't remember any two big authors like that doing that back then at all.
1: No, I'm, I'm trying to. I think Patterson sort of started the trend, honestly, with, you know, starting to get people writing with him. And then yeah. His success just sort of spawned the entire industry, I think.
0: Yeah. But I think the Pat. The, because King and Straub, they did theirs way before Patterson was, I think, even writing Alex Cross. The first, the oh, Talisman exactly. came out way before.
1: Yeah, it came out when I was in high yeah. school. Man, but old. then no one else um, but, did it. Yeah.
0: They didn't do
2: but, it anymore. It just stopped. This is this is just this is a spontaneous thought, so it might be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what? But but may you know another another thing that perhaps influenced the the move to the more kind of co- more examples of collaboration. Possibly comes from um, the way that there were more novelizations of movies, um, because um, you know if you if you think about you know you, you've you've got a movie you, you, you've got a script that you know compared to a novel a script is really short so if they if they want a book to tie in with the movie they need somebody to take the the kind of the kernel of it and then you know expand on that and then you know that's that's somewhat similar to you know Patterson coming up with the you know the out you know a movie script is a little bit like um, you know an outline in a sense that, that you take it and you you build on it and you develop it and grow it and then the idea that you you start off with with one person creating a story and then a second person working on that and putting it down on the page it seems like there's a certain similarity there, particularly if you think of some of the ones like um, obviously James Bond started in, in as books, but then mm-hmm. the movie. The movie soon ran out of the original books, so they started writing original screenplays. Then they had people novelize the screenplays, and then they had people come in and, and start writing new novels. So you know, it's famous to me that there's a, there's a certain amount of crossover there.
1: Right. I love that, and, the, and one of the reasons yeah. I love that is because when you're writing, let's say you're writing one, uh, a movie tie-in to a, uh, to a screenplay, you don't even have images of what these people look like. True. You're just going by what's in that screenplay. You are. And, and what's
2: interesting cuz Tasha did that once, you know, she did a novelization. Um yeah. of, one of the Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. And yeah. she was saying that you know the, the the thing is that the thing that you get to work with is the it, it's like the final shooting script. So then of course you've got the whole movie editing process that takes place so the final the the movie that you see on the screen is often very different from the final script and it's the final script that the that the novelist is working off so you know there's there's, there's, um like you say not only do you not necessarily see see you know the the images of the of the characters but you might be reading about stuff that they that never ends up on the screen yeah
1: right
0: Yeah, so the book has the deleted scenes. In a way, it does. It's like the super super director's cut. (laughs) Another reason why the book is better than the movie. It has the deleted scenes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and, you know, there's also some authors, I guess you could could say that which series do you think are going to continue that trend? I think for sure Alex Cross is going to go on. Um, I don't think that when he stops writing it, that they're going to stop Alex Cross. I think that's going to go on. I think... Um, I, I'm not sure which other ones right now do you think have that potential to start... I mean, to, to start seeing that.
1: Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't know if he'd have any interest in doing it, but, you know, if you think of a character like Harry Bosch, he's so popular that you could True. imagine... True, Michael you know, Conley. Yeah, you could imagine... I was a the
1: command, same thing. But,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was... And I'm trying to think of authors that you know might be older and just just want to retire out of it. That's why I thought of Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, a lot of them I think are you know like are more like are younger, um, and they probably still have quite a ways to go before they're thinking of retiring, unless they just you know want to just start writing something else, I guess. But. Um,
1: well, do you yeah, think I Stephen don't... King's going to do something like that, with maybe Joe Hill taking them over?
0: Yeah, but King didn't write a series, so it's like, what series would he take over?
1: But but it would just be, uh, you know, Stephen King's something written by Joe Hill or something oh. like that.
0: So there, so so see that's okay. So that's interesting because my my other point was, and I was going to ask Andrew this one too. Do you think that the Reacher movie, when it came out, it made Reacher to a much bigger audience? And so what that kind of ended up being is is that Reacher kind of took over Lee Child, like a Harry Potter took over J.K. Rowling, like the character itself is more known than the author who wrote it. I mean, Rambo is much bigger than David Morrell. You would say Rambo, you say, oh, you know who created him? They're like, no, you know. So, (laughs) at what point do you you know do you think that that happened um, with Jack and Lee at a certain point?
2: I think so, but I think that it I think the the seeds of that were sown a long time before the movie because Lee at the very outset always was very clear in his own mind that it was always all about Reacher, not about him. And so, you know, his goal is well, you know, when every year when the new book comes out, he he wants people to be going to the bookstore and saying, "Hey, have you got the new Reacher?" not okay. "Have you got the new Lee Child?" because you know, in a way, the author doesn't matter; it's the character that matters. Nice. So, w- right from the outset, he wanted it to be about Reacher. And then, when the movies came along, um, you know, with, with the you know the amount of of publicity, the spotlight that's on it, the amount of money that's spent on promoting them, um, you know, inevitably, then you know, the spotlight is on the character of, of Reacher. But what I think it did was it almost brought it almost brought to life a second. Group of reader fans because you had the, the the people who grew up with the with the books, um, you know the diehard readers, and on on the whole they they weren't particularly happy with the movies. I don't think, but mm-hmm. then you had another group of readers who had actually never come across the books before, and they only right. found out about them because of the movie. Because of the movie, yeah. So then they approached, mm-hmm. I mean. It was always because you know the author's name. If, if if a movie stems from a book, if the author's name is mentioned at all, you need a magnifying glass to see it. You know, so yeah. that was never a thing. Based
0: know? on the novel by <laughs> exactly, you know. So so it was
2: it was never a thing for the people who were introduced to read right. by the movies. They always thought of it as a
0: character. Right.
1: Jeff, what, well, here, what, what, here's the question. Well, hold on, I have a question okay. for you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that Lee is essentially retired is he going to continue writing just not jack reacher or is he going to just be knitting or
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i you know it's always difficult to um you know speak definitively for somebody else but at the as of as of today i can tell you that he's got absolutely no plans to to write anything else you know he um he hmm. while he was still active,
0: I think he's just going to take. He just wants to take a step back and breathe. Yeah, I think, right?
2: He to, he's got a, you know. He, he loves nothing yeah. more than just drinking coffee and reading, and that's, that's what he wants to do. You know, he, yeah. he, people would oft, often ask him, you know, so you've got all these Reacher books that you've written. Well, you know, do you want to reach in, read anything else? Sorry, write anything else? And he would always say, "No." He, he, his thing was, "No, I'm the Reacher guy. I write Reacher. That's what I do." And so um, he doesn't. You know, he's not going to be doing that. You know. Uh, in the same way, um, you know, that we're going to have the collaborative ones and then he's going to step back all, all together. And so um, he doesn't want to do anything else. He just, you know, he did reach it. So that, was, that was his thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just want to take a step back, okay. breathe, relax for a second. Because, well, I, when I talked to John Lesquois at Thriller Fest, he said, I feel so free because this is the first time ever in my writing career where I no longer have a deadline. He's like, nope, I'm going to write and it's going to take me as long as it's going to take me to get the next one done, and that's when you'll get it. Yep. <laughs> that must be a lovely feeling. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, Jeff, let me go back so, to the question. So no Pride so, and Prejudice by Lee Child. I got you. Um, yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Pride and Prejudice, too. Uh, yeah. so, so, Jeff, so, so, the, so let me ask you then, when we were going to go back, so about, um, you know, collaborations, uh, and, and I forget, what were we talking about? It was, um, oh, shit.
1: What What were they talking talking about?
0: about. What (laughs) were they talking about? I know. uh, Well, I was talking. You know, we were talking about ones that could continue on.
1: We were talking about the films and uh, how people were connected to that.
0: Yeah. Like the ones that were continued on. But, um, yeah. Or, no, okay, that's what it was. Which character do you think has taken over the author? Like, I named, like, three.
1: Oh, 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 so. So you know, like, like Jack
0: Reacher is like, like now bigger than Lee Child, or Harry Potter is bigger than J.K. Rowling. I mean, let's face it.
1: I would say I'd say Harry Bosch, and I would say um, even Pendergast. Really? I would, yeah.
0: Even though they haven't had anything on screen, that uh, anything like that, because I would think only the ones on screen.
1: Yeah, not necessarily, but I would say definitely Bosch because you have the Amazon show soon to have. The Jack Reacher Show, too, which I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah. Well, And also, I would say Jack Ryan.
0: No, I I disagree with that. I think Clancy's bigger than Ryan still, because Clancy's in video games and other stuff. True. Yeah. How about Longmire? Yeah. So I think Clancy's name is still bigger than his character.
1: Uh, Who was your suggestion, Andrew?
0: I was thinking Longmire. Oh, Longmire. Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Good choice, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I just talked and I just interviewed Craig for his book and we talked Longmire and yeah. Um and and I I think it was what was it? he said a story in the interview where he was in an airport or something and he was talking to somebody and some woman came up and they were and she ended up talking about I'm not forget how it was, but She ended up talking about Longmire, and she was like, oh, you know, Longmire would, like, never do that. Like, it was in the book or something. He goes, oh, man, do you realize I'm the author of those books? (laughs) Something like that. And so it was was kind of funny. Um, And I don't know, and we've told the Mark Greeny story because he was on when he was doing Clancy because he would go out there and sign the books, and this guy came up to him and said, oh, my God, you are the reason I went into the military. When I saw, you know, Red Hunt for Red October, it was the thing that changed my life. He goes, I can't believe I'm meeting you. And Mark said, sits there and goes, I'm sorry, but I got two things to tell you and you're not going to like them. <laughs> Is, first of all, I'm not Tom Clancy and I'm sorry, but he's passed away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It is. It is funny though with those kind of misunderstandings. As you're mentioning about Andrew Gross writing with with Patterson,
0: you
2: know, and there are you know because you know we're both Andrew and then G R, you know, and five letter surnames. We we actually sometimes get people mistaking our books, and you know we used to have this running joke going. You know, every time we'd bump into each other at a conference, we'd be sort of you know telling up saying, oh yeah, you know, I got I got four that should have been for you, and you know what, you know, we we would joke like. This. and I was at, um, I think it was uh, um, Long Beach about uh, Con, and at the, you know, you, you I was there. Worked, you know, the way it works is you go on a panel and at the end of the panel you go yeah. to the book room and you, you, you sign books for anybody that, that, that wants you to, so it, it had just got to the end of the signing part and, you know, the authors that were, that were left there were sort of sitting around chatting, and uh-huh. just as I was about to leave, a, a guy came up to me, and he, you know, he, he came up and he said, "Oh, I just wanted to let you know, I love your books. I think they're fantastic." And of course, this, you know, this is music to your ears. You're sitting there, your head's swelling, you're feeling great. Yeah. And then he says to me, "And you know what? Since you stopped writing with Patterson, you just got even better." Oh. <laughs>
0: You think I'm Andrew Gross, don't you? <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that voucher kind in Long Beach was the first time we met. That's right, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's the first time yeah. we met. So that was cool. Yeah. So Andrew, where? Um. So where's going to be the place that is it for people now to stay up to date with Reachers? Is, is it still going to be? Is someone still going to keep up Lee's site and it's going to be LeeChild dot com, or are they going to be changing the website? How is that going to work for Reacher fans?
2: Well, as far as I know, as things stand right now, no change. Um, so uh, all, all the same channels that people are used to, as far as I know, are, are, are going to continue. Uh, okay. But but if that changes, um, I'll, I'll I'll let you know.
0: Oh fabulous! Well, man, awesome. it's been a pleasure. This has been fun. It has been great. Thank Fine.
1: you so much. Oh. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. I'm going to get this up right away. So it's going to be up this week. So people are going to hear this, and this is going to be fun. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much because it was a great, I thought it was a great
2: idea to do this, and the questions were fantastic. So thank you. All right, man. You
0: have a good one. We'll talk soon. Thank thank you.
2: Okay.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.